dance party, guys. Come on. Woo! <laughs> Let's dance. From Footloose Studios in Beaumont, Utah, I'm Reverend Shaw Moore, and much to my chagrin, this show has everything. Dancing, dancing, and more dancing. That's right, we're continuing our salute to Cinema Month by discussing our favorite dance movies. This is going to be a good old Boot the Boys episode of the show, so I hardly need to tell you who's joining me today, but I'll do it anyway. First up in Stick a Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne with a Plan Lundholm. I just, I love to dance. (laughs) I'm dancing for me, not for them. (laughs) And from Middle Age Momish Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary H. Baum Livingston Butler. I've been excited for this uh, episode for like, longer than we've been thinking about it. So (laughs) So I've been sick all week, but I was like, come hell or high water. I will be there to discuss the cinema of dance. <laughs> We're glad you're here. <laughs> and finally, from the NECA Wafer Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. I'm just here to dance like nobody's watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, today on the show, we've got some small talk, including an update on our Grease 2 Watch Party Facebook challenge. Some medium talk where we'll hear from you guys in the mailbag segment. And of course, we'll cover our topic this week. And as always, we'll do housekeeping and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Um, So first up, let's do this Facebook challenge. Um, We're getting pretty close, guys. So close. So I just checked and we are at 188. Oh, so, so close. close. 12 people. 12 people. 12, 12 people. people. That's how many apostles there were, guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Who are our 12 apostles? I, it just occurred to me that my sister's not in that group, so I'm going to put her in. So oh, let's yes. call it 189. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to anon- anonymously just like put people in the group. Like, mm-hmm. you're invited. You got to come. <laughs> you got to come. It, it's on. We don't want fake followers. No, no, don't no. buy us a bot. Anybody? I'm not, no, no, don't do that, please. That's so embarrassing. Just like you know, friends and family. Where you know, somebody told me the other day. One of my friends was like, "I don't even understand your show," and I was like, "It's not about the other show anymore. Just listen to the current one because you'll actually mm-hmm. understand what we're talking about." We haven't gotten so deep into um, like private, you know, inside jokes or anything. We're not inside. To the power of inside. Like, no. we, we're an open forum. We're for everybody. Right. And at this point, you can easily binge the episodes yes. if you need yeah. to. We're only 15 in. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. For experienced podcast listeners, that's nothing. Right. That ain't shit. Um, Hillary, do you want to talk about <laughs> your favorite thing in the world, which is awards? It's awards season. <laughs> um, okay. But, like, real quick, because um, I have been sick. And this is like sort of a tea she recommends, but like just it reminds this they kind of go together. I've been sick for the past like three days, so um, I've been working from home, but also I've fully binged like three and a half seasons of Shit's Creek, and it's very <laughs> enjoyable. And I've really, really liked it. It's kind of like 
a combination of the good place and Parks and Rec. Like, it's, you know, snarky, but with, like, a heart. But there's one, Moira Rose, who's uh, Catherine <laughs> O'Hara. They, uh, her daughter says, well, what's your favorite season? And she says, award season. <laughs> so that is, <laughs> I really felt a connection. So, yes, the Golden Globes. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Shit's Creek. I, I can't do it. And you know why? Why? I find Chris Elliott so repulsive that I can't watch it. And I know he's doing it on purpose. That's his thing is to be repulsive. And it turns me off so much. I was like, I I can't. I hear from everybody that I love and whose taste I admire that Shit's Creek is so good. And I can't watch him because he's so off-putting to me. He is off-putting. And I will agree that I don't love the scenes like that he's in. He is a very minor character. Not very minor. He's like a supporting character that is not in every episode at at all. He's in the beginning because he sort of has to be there in the beginning. But um, right, because he's the mayor of the ding dang town. Yeah, yeah, and he's sort of the namesake of the town. So, but like, but he definitely like his wife is more in the show is more of the prominent like person, um, and she's delightful. Like she's really sweet. I, there's a um, Dan Levy is great. He's awesome. David is he's fantastic. He's very good looking. I really and I shouldn't, but Alexis is the daughter who's supposed to be kind of like um, Paris Hiltony a little bit. And I really relate to her on such a strong level, and I really <laughs> should not. I like that's great. I just, there's a part like the way that she talks reminds me of me sometimes, where she's like not enjoying something, but is trying to be polite about it. She's like totally, totally. Like she's supposed to, she's supposed to go volunteer, and um, like her sort of boyfriend is says, "Oh, we can go volunteer at the old folks' home that I, you know, volunteered. You know, we." dance with them and help them out. She was like, I don't really enjoy skin tags. <laughs> and I was like, I understand that. Um, but, um, but yes, I agree. I, um, I, I don't like him at all, especially as he's gotten older. For some reason, when I was younger, I think I used to kind of like him, but cause I didn't know any better. And I like his daughter a lot, but yeah, Chris Elliott is, is, is kind of I remember liking his show when it was yes. his brief yes. run of that yes. show. So what you're telling me is that Shit's Creek is just this wonderful stew with one turd floating <laughs> yes. in it. But yes. I'm not eating the rest of the stew because there's a turd in it. <laughs> there's a turd in it. Um, yeah, I, like I, you know, I'm a, a chronic two screener when I watch television or movies, which is not great. Um, so when his scenes come on, like there was a scene last night that I was like, Ugh, I don't care about this. So I just was like probably messaging y'all on, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook Messenger because I'm like, I just don't I don't feel like paying attention to this part. Um, and, and, and after the first season, he definitely kind of sides up. What's really nice about the episodes is they're like 21 minutes, especially without, you know, commercials or anything. So they just like you just glide through like it is just like. Uh, Dave's like I feel like you've been watching this forever and I'm like maybe I have but it seems like I just started watching or this is all I will watch for the rest of my life but it's very enjoyable but anyway back to uh, Moira Rose's favorite season and my favorite season Um, the Golden Globes were on Sunday you know um, I haven't seen like a ton a ton of movies this year I've seen a fair amount Uh, I knew that this was going to be weird. Okay, the thing about the Golden Globes, quick history, or just like some factoids, is the HFPA, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, is made up of like maybe 100 foreign people, foreign press people. So it is, they have done so much promo to make them like 
a real award show, but they're not really a real award show. They really like movie stars to come. Um, they like they don't ever really vote for the right thing. They, they're really not a precursor. They sometimes match up, but they just like really aren't. It's a really fun show because people are drinking and, you know, they're not eating. So that's fun. <laughs> and um, they do TV. And TV yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah, and they do too. Yes, exactly. And they only do like the really high level stuff. Like they're only doing above the line stuff, like, you know, actress. And they split it up. So, like, more, which is kind of cool because the Oscars never celebrate comedies. Like, they think that comedies are, you know, Mm -hmm. worthless. So, it's kind of cool that it it can, a comedy can win. But, um, you know, it's, I think it's fun. I like the pageantry of it. I love, you know, Tom Hanks getting an award. His speech was sort of weird, but I cried anyway. Um, cause I cry about stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and I love a movie montage. Like I love a movie montage. They could do 1000 montages at the Oscars and I would be happy. Everybody wants them cut, but I adore them. They're so manipulative, but they did Tom Hanks's and I'm like, see, he's in fucking everything. Like he's in every good movie. Every movie mm-hmm. is good. I mean, which is not true, but he's been in a lot of good movies. I'm trying to think of, I don't like Ricky Gervais. I think that, um, he had like one good joke about, Epstein, which was kind of funny, but um, <laughs> I get annoyed when people are like, why am I even here? This fucking sucks. Like, this is the worst. And then I'm like, well, then don't be there. Like, if you hate it so much. And he says it every time he hosts that he hates being there and he hates everything. Well, obviously, the paycheck is good enough for him to really right. not hate it that right. much. And I just think his shtick has gotten sort of old. And, you know, I I know awards are not important, but there's a lot of people that really enjoy them. So I'm like, fuck off. Like, go somewhere else. Because people actually do sort of enjoy it um and i think he thinks he's like this edgy guy and i don't think he's that edgy anymore no he's too rich to be Mm -hmm. edgy now yeah like uh, maybe 20 years ago um i think that um 1917 won best uh drama and i think that is one it came out really late i i don't know anybody personally that has seen no, it's in the theater just this weekend. Yes. Like, it just started on Friday. I only know in the, like, 12 podcasts I listen to that are, like, movie awards podcasts um, <laughs> that I uh, I know people that have seen it and really liked it. The only thing is they do – it's not – they don't really do it, but it's – they they kind of trick it where it's, like, a one-shot movie. It's not because you can't do that. That would be – you can't do that. But, like, they sort of piece it together where it looks like there's no breaks in the action. So I don't know. I mean, I like, I'm interested in World War One, I, I guess, but I think, it, you know, it's a really, it's not foreign, but it's like a really English-based movie because it just is. Um, so it, I think it'll be nominated for Best Picture, but I, I don't think it'll win. I actually think, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's probably going to win Best Picture. I think The Irishman is too long and it went to Netflix. I don't think it'll win. Martin Scorsese might win Best Director, but I don't think it'll win. But I, I do think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will win. Yeah, that's because fine. they like to jack each other off. Yes, and that, exactly. And it's, exactly. it's about the industry. So yes. that's... Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, the Oscar uh, nominations are on Monday. When I was um, like in college, I would wake up and go to my friend's house who had cable and watch it at like 5.30, whenever they like, it was like 6.30 in the morning or something, and I would watch the announcements, and I probably still will. I I like, get so excited. I I don't know why I get so excited, and it's weird because when I lived in Los Angeles, you would have thought that I would have really like, tried to go to the, I actually lived really close to formerly the Kodak Theater, whatever it's called now, I can't remember what it's called now, but um, 
I, being in Los Angeles kind of made you like, ugh, like it's so gross. But um, <laughs> but now that I'm like backed out, I'm like I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it'll be interesting. I I do think the one lock I will say I'm like almost a hundred percent sure that Brad Pitt will win Best Supporting Actor, and he should not. I, and I haven't seen the movie, so yes, that's he, uh, he his abs won that award. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Like he shouldn't have won it. He's winning it for his body of work, yes, but like yes, yes. Um, Tom Hanks should win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know who's nominated, but he will be, and he should he should have won. I don't think he won the Golden Globe because he got the Lifetime yeah yes award yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But everyone else nominated is just like old in that Irishman movie. It was okay, but. Did you I see that one? No, I no, and I. This is from my dad. He said, "I mean, it was good, but I feel like I've seen it before." Like you know, my dad yeah. has seen The Godfather or Casino or, right. or Goodfellas like any number of times. So he was like, "It wasn't a revelation or anything." The thing that was disturbing is it was so uncanny valley because oh. they Mm-mm. didn't hire young actors Mm-mm. that look like them. They just yeah. did like a CGI over their face, so they're old mm. men like walking, no. but they have like young faces. I don't like that. It was not like great. Um, and it oh, was almost oh, four hours long, which yeah, is no, way too long. No, I'm not interested in it. I think no, uh, only Hamlet should be four yeah, hours long. Exactly. <laughs> and Chandler's List. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I think that Laura Dern will definitely win for Marriage Story. That's another kind of luck. So the, the best supporting actors are like kind of locked up. And probably Renee Zellweger will win for Judy, though her speech was fucking weird. And she was high as fuck in that on that yeah. speech right and like she, I, she must have been or drunk or something and like she is something. from texas but i have not heard her speak with an accent uh like ever so i and she's from katie texas like that's like being from plano texas mm-hmm. like it's not um you know some far-flung farm town um but she was like hi y'all what's going on <laughs> like it was so weird mm-hmm. um Anyway, I mean, I think everybody likes a redemption story, but she's almost like so odd that um, I don't know. We'll see. I thought it was fun. I did not see the farewell. See, I have not seen that much, but oh, I thought it's it so was so good. But I thought it was fun to see Aquafina um, win that, and she was she was funny when she. And I bet she will be nominated. I don't think she'll win, but I bet yeah. she'll be nominated. Anyway. Um, it was so cute when she. Um, did you see when she Facetimed her grandma? Yes. Oh. So cute. Oh, it was really cute. It's yeah. She was really cute, and I, I wonder how she feels. You know, I I heard her. Maybe it was right when like Crazy Rich Asians or whenever she was getting more and more popular, and they said like, "How did you get like? How did this name come about?" And she, just like said, she saw a bottle of Aquafina and thought it would be funny, mm-hmm. and like changed mm-hmm. her. And I wonder if she's like, "Fuck, it's so why weird." Did I do it. Why? She should be. I know. She should terrible. be doing everything she can to shed yeah. that. I know because it's really, really bad. And there's been some things about you know she uses sort of a uh, accent that is probably not hers. Um, mm-hmm. But she grew up in Queens, so it's like I don't know. I think she was like influenced from like what is around her. But yeah, I think that maybe she needs to. And actually, her new show is called Aquafina is Nora from Queens. And that's her real name. Her name is mm-hmm. Nora. So I'm sure she's like, I'm Nora. <laughs> Just call me Nora. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm getting excited and getting revved up. And it's crazy that it's just, it's all, it's all happening so soon. <laughs> and I, in my younger years, I remember the Oscars were always in March and they were on Monday. And it was like, you know, I would like be thinking about it all day because I was such a cool kid. I would be thinking about it all day in school. Like, it's tonight. It's, <laughs> it's <gonna> coming. <laughs> yeah. 
so we should recap when the when they come out. Oh the yes, actual nominations. Oh yeah, because yes. I'm trying to see all the movies this year. Yeah, yeah. No, I need to be, and so many of them are you know actually on Netflix, so it's yeah. easier to see them. All right, and uh, I know we heard from our listeners a little bit this week. Do you want to take us through that? I do. We got a couple of. Mm, I don't even know that throw your phone is appropriate anymore, but a couple of emails from listeners from Bet. We knew we were going to hear mm. from Bet yeah. after oh, yeah. Bobby started talking about the Simpsons. Um, Bet says, "Hug phone, Bobby. I will for sure help with the Simpsons top twenty-five list, and you nail the sweet spot. It is totally seasons three through eight. Lisa the vegetarian is high on the list. I'll make pink frosted donuts. I have all the DVDs." <laughs> Let's do this. I mean, I'll be there for the pink Heck frosted yeah. donuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell I don't yeah. care about The Simpsons. Yeah. But I have seen Lisa the Vegetarian. That is a funny episode. So, I mean, maybe we'll just let Bobby and Bet have their sandbox and they can do a whole <laughs> Simpsons episode. I would listen someday. to that for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, from our friend Justina, she says, Hi, everyone. I'm just back from a windjammer cruise in the Bahamas. Yes, I suffer. <laughs> so I'm catching up on Tishi stuff. I was delighted to hear that both of my apps were mentioned in the latest episode. I love both Cross Stitch World and Happy Color. My relationship with pop culture is a weird one. I have no problem with it, and I know what's going on for the most part, but I don't watch TV or movies because they tend to ratchet up my anxiety level. I do, however, have an older pop culture hate that still comes up regularly. I hate Pink Floyd. I consider their music to be a giant pile of self-indulgent claptrap. <laughs> Years of debate haven't changed my mind, so I stand firm on this issue. Loved the feminist edition. Well, Justina is clearly not a child of the 60s? Was that Pink Floyd? 70s? 70s? <laughs> Whatever. And Justina included a photo of herself on the beach in Bahamas, uh, and that's just me. i so jealous. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, Pink Floyd. There was that one song about like eyes that I remember. I was like, oh, I like the song. Okay, the like I, I don't even remember. But the, all I remember is like, please, sir. You know, like it's like a Dickens tale. He's yeah, like, can I have some more? And then it's like oh, now the, another brick in the oh, wall. Oh, the wall. Like, yeah, it's so mm-hmm. bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we agree. I agree wholeheartedly, Justin. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, don't. I hate when people debate me yeah. about my likes and dislikes. Like, no, I'm not going to mm-hmm. listen to another song or even with the Simpsons when Bobby was um, like, no, you uh, you just haven't watched the right one. No, <laughs> I'm done. I, just like, don't, like I it. don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's so much good media. Yeah. I don't yeah. actually need. To you don't have to like everything. <laughs> there's plenty right. to go around. <laughs> yeah. We did have a, a late addition on that. Um, on the Facebook page, a late comment. I think it was from Anne Marie who said, I can't get into the good place. And that, oh. that really challenged me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it, but I embrace your right to have yeah. your likes and dislikes. Well, I think I upset some people with my dislike of Fleabag. <laughs> no. And the, the cognitive is- dissonance of not, of also still liking <laughs> Killing Eve. <Yeah. laughs> well, they're different. They're very the different. Same writer. Yeah. The thing is, things hit people in different ways. And you're like in a time in your life where something is, it hits or it doesn't hit. And sometimes what I do, like when I watch something that's really popular that I haven't seen and then I'm starting to like catch up or whatever, what I'm always like, 
why does everybody like this? Like, that's what I'm thinking half the time. Not like, I hate this, but I'm trying to figure out why it was so popular. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. What are What is everybody else, like, thinking about this that I'm not, or are they all being kind of, like, assumed by everybody else? You know, I just, anyway, like, I, I, I feel like I get caught up in my own head about it. So, anyway, I just, everybody can like what they like. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of liking what they like. Should I run through these sports movies? Yes. yes. Quick. Can yes. I say mine real quick? Yes, please do. Okay. Um, the what I said when we were planning the meeting is the right answer is Rudy. That that's the only answer to this <laughs> to this question. I saw the I saw Rudy six times in the movie theater, which wow. was a lot at the time because I was in high school. Like that cost a lot of money. Um, the year it came out on DVD, I bought everybody in my life. I think it was like 25 DVDs of the movie for wow. Christmas. Wow, that's expensive. <laughs> I know. That's when DVDs were like $20 yeah, a pop. I know. It was, I, I was a little obsessed. I mean, because like just the story, of course. Um, also, I was trying to be Catholic for a minute. And so like Notre Dame is just like yes, all sure. about it. Yes. And then... Yeah. Um, also, just Sean Astin. Like, yeah. he was my, like, one of my first crushes with Goonies. Yeah. And d- I love him no matter what. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith, did you have a sports movie you wanted to bring <laughs> Not to the really. Table? I mean, <laughs> I wasn't on that episode just because I was like, I can't talk about sports for two hours. <laughs> You're like, no. Yeah, no, I, I can't really come. I, I did see Rudy and I didn't hate it. I saw Field of Dreams and I didn't hate it. That's I, I just don't have any hot takes on this one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, we did have a few contributions from listeners. Kevin's, I mean, classic male response, (laughs) Kevin, not anything against you, said, I suppose Brian's song. It's kind of like Sense and Sensibility. I don't know just why we're crying, but I am hard. (laughs) The comparison of those two are great and random. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Emily said, "Bring it on, fight me." Oh, I mean, and of course, that was one of my runners up. Yes. So I too. totally agree. That is a sports movie. Um, Kristen, Hillary's sister, is with you, Christy. She says, "Rudy, Rudy." <laughs> Kalina says, "Number one, Rudy. Number two, Hoosiers. And number three, anything else my gym teachers made us watch when they were hungover." <laughs> Love it. I don't remember watching movies in gym. Is that why we watch so many movies in English class? Yeah, probably. Yeah. probably. <laughs> uh, Alan says, breaking away. If bicycle racing counts as a sport, if not, watch it anyway. It's a great movie. Mm. I co-sign that. Yeah. Even See, that is one I saw in school. I think I saw it in health class. Yeah. Talk about hungover. <laughs> uh, in high school sometime. And it's a fantastic movie. It it's from 1979. It's from like a townie kid who sort of fantasizes that he's on the Italian cycling team and it's got like a 20 year old Dennis Quaid in it yeah he's real cute it's it's a yeah it's not about the sports at all the sports are just the sort of uh, envelope for the story and it's great uh Brie says varsity blues it is terrible and probably pretty problematic (laughs) but as a 14 year old who loved both Paul Walker and James Vanderbeek, it was my jam. Wait, hold on. I don't want your life. <laughs> His <laughs> accent was so, so bad. bad. It was and so bad. you know, that's one of the things, because it came out the same time as Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And so Jeremy refused to watch Friday Night Lights, the, the TV show, because I don't want your life. And he kept saying that, and I'd be like, it's not that. And I'd get so mad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the I have bikini. the same issue as 
Jeremy, I've never seen Friday Night Lights because I get it confused. <laughs> no, it's not the same. But the movie and the TV show are very, very different, and the TV show is better. You know what, you guys? Something just, okay. I just had a flashback. Does Cutting Edge count as a sports movie? Yes. Okay. Of course. 100%. Uh, then yes. that's what it'll be because I loved yeah. that so much when I was a kid. So good. I, so my good. my mm-hmm. best friend Michelle and I would have sleepovers, and there was a probably a good six months where we watched it every Friday night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every time, um, what, I forget what the Russian, the coach's first name is. He says Douglas. Douglas Dorsey. Every time he says his name in that accent. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. Oof, D.B. Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What happened to him? Where is he? I don't know, but he was good looking. Yeah, he was. Uh, Peter's contribution is real genius. Which, now, what? Peter, <laughs> I struggle to see how this is a sports movie in any way, since there's no sports in it at all. It's about a bunch of nerds at a Caltech type <laughs> school, but it is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's great. And I did the story on Real Genius is I must have been out of college and I think I was at my parents' house and I was talking to my mom and I was talking to Matt and I brought up Real Genius and they were like, what? And I said, oh my God, we're watching this movie right now. I had to go to Blockbuster (laughs) to rent Real Genius, to rent the, the VHS tape. And the clerk said to me, you know, we're actually getting rid of all of our VHS stock. Do you want to buy this for 50 cents? And I said, yes, I do. Oh my God. Give it to me now. (laughs) And that's how I have a copy of Real Genius on VHS. (laughs) So great. It is an absolutely stupid, dorky, funny movie. And it makes you think about popcorn very differently than before you saw it. Um, Carolyn says, The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. It's a terrible movie about a terrible basketball team who is essentially (laughs) being coached by a psychic. It sounds insane. um, It sounds like something Mike would have uh, reviewed for the school paper when he was in junior high. I mean, it's kind of like Teen Wolf, where it's like, you know, a terrible basketball, (laughs) terrible movie about a terrible basketball team who's essentially being, like, led by a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kathleen Hillary's mom said, that just reminded me of Million Dollar Baby with Hillary Swank. I'm sure I cried at the end. Um, I'm mad about Million Dollar Baby because I was having a conversation with my mom where I think I mentioned to her, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that that movie, Million Dollar Baby. I want to see that. And my mom goes, spoiler alert, everyone. My mom goes, oh, is that the one where she dies at the (laughs) end? And I didn't know that was what happened. And it was like when the movie was still so new. Cool. Why would she do that? And it's like a shocking like mm-hmm. death. Like it is like like or when she gets injured, you're like, whoa, like it's awful. I was like, you just heard me say I haven't seen it and I want to see it. Why would you do that to me? I don't know. It's because she doesn't care. She doesn't care about um, movies and spoilers and, you know, finding out what happens for herself. So whatever. Anyway, finally, Susan says, Seabiscuit, the black stallion, Karate Kid. Least favorite, the natural, because I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> you and me both, Susan, yeah. which is why I had to spend 45 minutes reading the spark notes after I watched it. <laughs> Mike was not kidding about that movie. So that was a very fun discussion. Lots of other movies on there and lots of movies that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to see that again. Like, I'm definitely going to watch Breaking Away. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's probably been since I was 14 that I saw that. So 
Thanks for your suggestions, everybody. Yeah, they're great. This uh, just as another plug for the Facebook page. This question of the week got 106 comments from. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, we, this is not a very big group, but we have some really amazing discussions. Yes. You guys are missing out if you're not in this group. And people have opinions about. Oh yeah, things, mm-hmm. and it's great. And it's, it's great. not a dumpster fire. I'm so proud no. of you guys. Yeah, it's yeah. So and good. people aren't being mean to each mm-hmm. other, which I no, like. No, no. All right, shall we move on to our topic of the week? Yes. Yes. Please. Movies of the dance. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to put, I mean, maybe just for myself, I should put some sort of disclaimer on here to say I am going to be objectifying very many men <laughs> yes. Yes. during yes. Yeah. this discussion. Yeah, of course. And this is just the way it goes. I do not look for, say, physical perfection in the men that I date, but it sure is fun <laughs> to look just at, to look at yeah. them on the screen. <laughs> so, and I think most of these movies, many of these movies, we watched when we were younger, a little mm-hmm. bit younger, yes. and prone to, the, you know, in the crush period of our lives when maybe we didn't make the best choices for crushes. But just, you know, blanket statement, it's going to happen. I think that's understandable. And I, I was reading a review for, I, I don't even remember which movie it was, probably Center Stage. And one of the reviewers said it was just an excuse to, to look at young girls in leotards. Mm. Mm. And so, also, I mean, that's not why I watch I know, it. I know, I know okay. but I think this is a common theme with these yes. movies. The, yeah. But also, like, were boys and men going to see that movie? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Like, mm, I don't no. think they're right. I, you know, one time my mom, and this was a little while ago, one time um, my mother and I were talking about Goldie Hawn or something. And, um, I, you know, as is common practice, wondering if people have plastic surgery, you're like, I wonder what mm-hmm. she had done. And my mom said, you know, I'm sure she's had plastic surgery done on her face. But the thing about dancers is they ha- always have, like, such beautiful bodies. Like, their bodies just... They've been trained so much and they're so like, I mean, not always, but you know, if you're a trained dancer, you just have like, there's something about your body. It's almost like in some ways non-sexual because it's such like an athletic thing that you don't, especially you don't really see it in women as much, but, and and in men, it's like a different kind of muscle. I don't know. Their bodies are just so interesting Mm -hmm. to me that like, especially like in a center stage or whatever, like just something where they are practicing dance. It's just, it's really interesting to me. Right. The, their bodies are very interesting. And then the things that they can do with their bodies. Amazing. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't see how that's possible. Like I want to study it because I'm like, well, I sure as hell couldn't do that. And I don't see how one would do that. Like, do they have bouncy floors? I, I, exactly. Are there trampolines there? I don't understand. <laughs> well, you know, um, I I don't try to make resolutions at the beginning of the year, but the only one that I have and that I've had for the last, like, 10 years is I just want to do one pull-up. Like, I just want to do one pull-up at some point. Chin up. I don't care. Like, I, it's not specific. I just want to pull my body from hanging to not hanging. Um, but the thing is, you have to be, this is what I find with a lot of like the dancers, you have to be a combination of very strong, but also very light, right. neither of which I am. Um, so uh, it, it's, it's this, I mean, you really have to, your body is like a temple and you have to treat it. I mean, it's probably damaging in a lot of ways and damaging mm-hmm. to your psyche and all of that, but it is this combination that you have to have. 
it's sort of it's maybe a weird comparison, but if you ever watch American Ninja Warrior, which you yes. don't really, but you know, you'll you see clips of, from time to you'll time. You'll see it, yeah. yeah. But it's never the big muscly no, guys no. that make it. It's the always ones. the leaner, smaller yeah. guys yeah. that make it through the obstacle course. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it really must fuck with your mind. But God, they make it look so good. Mm-hmm. Well, we've each picked a favorite or two, um, <laughs> and shall we just go from left to right here? And talk about our favorites. I want to start with center stage because then one of mine will lead in with that. Okay. And also, I just, I can't wait to talk about it. I have a lot to say about it, too. And we all just watched it in the last two days, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're I fresh. Made, <laughs> I made my children. Okay, the center stage is the movie that I chose, obviously, because I have mostly terrible taste in movies. But it was like a groundbreaking movie for me. I don't know why. It was just like this, like, cornerstone movie. I... I think it came out in 2000. It must have been the summer in between my junior and senior year in college. So I was living in Memphis. Hi, Amy. I was living in Memphis that summer mm-hmm. working for the census. It was a terrible job, but I actually like made pretty good money. Um, and Center Stage came out and I thought, well, I like dance movies. Like, I'm going to go see it. And I went with like a random friend. And I think she thought it was sort of silly. And I was just like mesmerized <laughs> by it. Like, I thought it was so good um and I have since watched it I had not watched it in a like a while like okay I hadn't watched it in a while in full I will watch the YouTube clips of the two major dances that I enjoy um kind of regularly um and Bridget when they were like doing the one where she goes to the like you know off-Broadway jazzy New York um class the fun dance Bridget- class <laughs> she's like oh <laughs> dancing can be fun where they like eat and like right. kiss each other, like, mm-hmm. yeah. like they're all kissing each other in <laughs> the you mouth. Have so if you go to this class, <laughs> what? Um, she was like, "Oh, I've heard this song before," and I was like, "It's because I fully downloaded this song because it reminds me of that scene, and I've heard, like played it. It's like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song that I've downloaded." Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Can we talk he- about this dance class? Because I have a lot oh, of notes yes. on it. Okay, okay, yes. So, Wait, oh, give the give the like 30 second synopsis okay. of what okay. the okay. movie's about. Okay. okay, so Center Stage is For like- the few who <laughs> yeah, haven't seen <laughs> it. Can't imagine. And it's, oh, by the way, it's on Netflix. So if you want to see it, it's free. It's on Netflix. Okay, so the movie centers around Jodie Sawyer, who's from like Indiana. She's playing aggressively Midwestern in some parts. Um, but she uh, wants to join the, um, this ballet academy, the ABA. And she tries out and she makes it. But the thing is, she really, like, she's so pretty and kind of full of life, but she doesn't really have, like, the whole, like, she's good at ballet, but she's not great. She's not turned out. Her feet are bad. I don't know what any of that means, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, And so, but then she's joined by, you know, cavalcade of people. There's uh, the only famous person really from it is Zoe Saldana's in it. And her one, like, non-green or blue appearance in film is (laughs) this movie. Um, And uh, Maureen, who's this Susan May Pratt, who's in all teen movies of the 90s. She, she, Maureen's the best one. Zoe is probably actually the best one, but and she has the heart. Maureen is technically good, but doesn't have the heart. Then there are the boys. There's Cooper Nielsen, who... It's so hard. There's so many different parts. Cooper Nielsen is the like star of the American <laughs> Ballet Theater, um, and he's sort of the bad boy. And he and he and Jody have sex, but then it doesn't work. And then there's Charlie, who's really sweet, and he's also a good ballet dancer, but a terrible but, actor. But a terrible, oh my God, oh boy. it's the worst. Terrible actor. Um, 
and then they all practice and dance and then they do these finale dances to see where they're going to end up at the end. I don't understand the matriculation process of the school like at all. Like it is so perplexing to me. Um, and basically just a showcase to see whether they get any job offers from yeah. any actual Yes, but Sergey Sergey and Maureen had been there for 4 years. Like so what are they I don't what are right. they doing? Why were I they there? The best <laughs> dancers never get jobs in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's so weird. Um, and then so uh, Charlie and Eva get jobs, and Eric O. Jones, the, even though he was injured, gets uh, a job with the uh, the major ballet academy. And Jody goes with Cooper Nielsen to his like new edgy um, ballet school or whatever. And she's a principal. But then Charlie and Jody end up together. La la la. I cried at the end because of course I did. But um, but uh, so okay. So with that very succinct and uh, comprehensive yeah. synopsis from Hillary. <laughs> I'm really good at this. There actually, there's a movie, um, there's a movie podcast that I like called This Had Oscar Buzz, where they go over movies that like had Oscar buzz, but then weren't nominated for anything. They just did In Her Shoes, which is such a good movie. But um, the beginning, they have to do a 60 second synopsis and they time it. And it stresses me out so much. And I know that I could never do it. Like I want to be on that show, but I could never do it. I include too many ancillary details that don't matter. <laughs> Okay, well, the point of this movie, right, is that they used real dancers. Yes, yes, and um, not actors. I mean, this which is, is really apparent. Right. <laughs> Let me stress: <laughs> not, not actors. actors. No, um, this is the catch twenty-two, and it goes back to the um, sports movies yes. too, right? With the dance movies, do you pick the person who can do the thing and then hope that they can act, or do you pick an actor and then hope that they can kind of do the thing? And I think. When we talked about sports, when we talked about hockey, we said you can't fake the skating yes. with the the mm-hmm. baseball yeah. and the football and the basketball, whatever. You can disguise that and kind of fake it. But with hockey, you can't fake the skating. And I think with ballet, you can't fake no. the ballet. Yeah. No. So they decided they had to go for real ballet dancers. I, I always think it's it's interesting the reality competition show that I enjoy. So you think you can dance, mm-hmm. you know, which is for people who aren't familiar, it's like American Idol, but for dancers. And so they find a bunch of young dancers and then every week they throw them into a different dance style and make them perform and see how they do. And the only two styles they'll never, ever, ever, ever have them do is ballet and interestingly tap dance Oh, because they're so technical and you need so much training to be able to do anything even of the most basic that um, I I don't know, like a ballroom dancer just can't pick it up in a week or whatever. So I can see that informing this movie a lot. (laughs) Like you, you just, you couldn't fake that ballet. No, You you had to get real dancers. And so, and that's what makes the movie, I mean, apart from the (laughs) storyline, so bad. um, That's what makes it so (laughs) ridiculous is they're so Terrible. So terrible. Yeah, they really are. Except so, for Zoe Saldana, yeah, who's right. good. Who's she's good, somehow good at everything. Su- yeah. Susan May Pratt, she's not bad. Although when she, she's, she was okay. she says, you know, my favorite line, which I have to recite because it's the most important right. line of cinema. I'm the best goddamn dancer in the American Ballet Academy. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> she, she like says growls this to it? her boyfriend. 
right? <laughs> so rude. After he's Who, Buster, by the way, yes. is so cute. Yeah. He, I would quit it, ballet. He looks for like him. Paul oh Rudd. And he's like, kind student, of like, for Christ's sake. He's like slightly, um, you know, second tier Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember thinking it was Paul Rudd at the time. I'm like, is that mm-hmm. Paul Rudd? But no. But he's very I could cute. never figure out why he was interested in her because she was such a bitch to him. Such a bitch. Such a The only other person. It's so crazy because, and this is how you can tell it was actually filmed in New York, even though some of the, like, when they're dancing in the rooms, you're like, that's not a real, like, skyline. But, um, you know, well, Peter Gallagher's in it. He's fine. Um, oh, Peter Gallagher and his eyebrows. His, his major eyebrows. Oh, my gosh. He um, plays such a good evil. He does. Yeah. He does. But um, Donna Murphy is his sort of, like, assistant teacher, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, a, she's won Tonys, like, multiple Tonys. And she was the voice of the mom entangled um but i think i know i was like where do i know that voice from i looked at her i was like well of course i know she was the witch she's she the was witch great. and she's lovely and and actually even though she majorly overacted it um oh shoot what is her name there's um um maureen's mom is also a broadway actress i can't remember what her name is but she's also won tony's uh deborah monk yes deborah monk that's right she's also won tony's it's so it's like kind of a I mean, besides the dancers it's kind of stacked in a way but like yeah the kids are right. and even like eric o jones whoever that kid is like he's so dramatic like he's so corny i'm like I, like I can't, he's such a cliche they're like we need a gay guy in here mm-hmm. and he's like i love oprah and, smoking <laughs> and boys um can i so one of my favorite things to do when i watch movies why it takes me so long to finish them is i love to imdb yes. troll entire while time I'm watching, yep, so yeah. Yep. So I'm always going and looking at people. I love to read actress biographies. And I think it's so interesting. You can always tell like who had their agent write it. And <laughs> yes. like, maybe like smaller time who wrote it themselves. Because it's always like nine paragraphs. And you're like, no, yeah. guys, no. But <clears throat> so can I just read the beginning of Charlie's biography? Yes. Tall, built, no. handsome, and striking, <laughs> but as graceful as a man his size can possibly be, Sasha Radetsky has had a traditional dance history up until the new millennium. Radetsky is not only a skilled and gifted dancer, but also a heartthrob and sex symbol in his own oh, right. Oh, really? Oh, my God. No. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's the first of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight paragraphs wow. of his biography you know he was also in a i didn't watch it but he was on a show that was another show that was about ballet that was supposed to be okay i think it was on like showtime or something called flesh and bone but i was like charlie of all people like i don't want to see i mean he's a good dancer but i don't want to see him act he's a great dancer but he's kind of a butterface yeah he's Mm -hmm. he's totally a butterface oh my gosh that reminds me of i'm sorry we're jumping all around but when he and cooper nielsen have a like a dance competition or like a like dance off uh, when they're trying to oh it's so good he's like have rehearsal yes mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> I was covering my it's face like dance testosterone <laughs> oh yeah it's it's so corny and it's so it's terrible but I love it and I realize like how many like w- lines I know from it and like Bridget was like how, again like I watched I watched um you know, a league of their own last week, and Dave was like, "How many times have you seen this?" Because I could like recite lines, which I'm, <laughs> it's really fun to watch movies with me. And then in this, I, there's like, 
like there's some line that Cooper says and I just like said it right before him and Bridget looked at me like what is going on why do you know this line <laughs> pot ray double pirouette like I don't know why oh I remember God. that <laughs> oh man I think it's definitely a movie that if you catch it like you were saying at the right time yes. in your life yeah yeah it can be something special to you but I think I mean I'd seen it before not when it came out, but I think I think I was old enough that I didn't get caught in the spell yeah. of it, but I was young enough that I still wasn't like, well, this is ridiculous mm-hmm. yet. But when I watched it again, I was like, I'm interested because, Meredith, you hadn't seen it mm-hmm. before, right? Right. So what were your impressions <laughs> coming to it as a an grown-ass woman? Well, I, so I started watching it last night and I fell asleep 34. 30- Five forty-five minutes in so that should tell you part part yes. of what i thought about it yep. um but it was late for me anyway so i i finished it this morning and i took a couple notes <laughs> and <laughs> i i was i didn't think it was good well, it's not. <laughs> but i thought the dancing was impressive yes. um yes. you know it, it, again it's like wow these people are, are amazing it's kind of incredible what they can do with their bodies but um the the notes I took some of it was like just early two thousands notes. Yes, yes. Casual smoking indoors. So much casual yes. smoking indoors it's was wild. really interesting to me. And for athletes, yeah. yeah, it always it always blows my mind when I was in college that people would stand like outside of the medical school yeah, smoking. Right, yeah. and that's one thing. But for but for athletes to I, do it, I do think maybe not now, but I do think at the time it. For for ballerinas or ballet people, like that's a thing because it's you know it keeps it's you not thin. well. Yeah, 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 it keeps it, you yeah, yeah. Yep. And I love I love when um, Eva slash Zoe Saldana puts it out on her like point toe. I'm like, yes, so mm-hmm. badass. Oh yeah, when she's smoking inside and somebody goes, "What are you doing?" and she goes, "I'm knitting a knitting sweater. a sweater." <laughs> she was such a brat. Yeah, she, she was, was for no brat. reason. <laughs> like, I part of my problem with this movie is nobody had any sort of like dimensionality to their characters like zoe saldana Mm -hmm. was a bitch and we don't know why and we (laughs) she didn't seem to have any provocation for being such a brat um she just was i couldn't even figure out her ethnicity really because she's her last name is rodriguez and she pronounces it with an accent yeah and that kind of puerto rican sort of accent thing and i'm like Okay, so is she from New York City? But then someone said that girl from Boston, and yeah. I was like, what? Wait a what minute. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Um, I thought the editing was weird. There were a couple of really strange cuts where it was just like, well, I guess that scene's over now. Um, <laughs> and I'm dumb about movies. I don't notice that sort of thing. So the fact that that stood out to me right. was like, yeah. oh. Um, there was a lot of stuff about um, food, uh, which is understandable. And, it, of course, later we find out that Maureen is bulimic. Um, and she's just eh, delicately eh, coughing into the eh, toilet every five eh. minutes. <laughs> There's a lot of like wistful shots of people looking at other people eating pizza. Like, oh, I wish I could. Yep. It just made I me hungry. I know. If you're an experienced bulimic, I mean, not to promote bulimia or anything. I think you learn how to do it. Without you can do it silently. Gagging yes. and coughing. Yeah. Yes. No. And without for sure. alerting your your boyfriend. Your doctor. Med pre-med yeah um but the main takeaway that i had though was the the last uh the final dance scene in this mm-hmm. movie um oh my god so they they, they pull out all the stops and they do i <laughs> they do a, a non-traditional ballet let's call it that and yeah. i i wrote salsa dancing is this 
what is happening here? There's a peel-off dress. There's a motorcycle. And I said, is this all because she went to that one fun dance class? Like, is that <laughs> yes. what ha- made this happen? Mm-hmm. She, like, realizes that dancing can be fun. And then and then she and the heartthrob boy, who I do not buy as a heartthrob at all, no, no um, do this kind of... Talking about bad actors. Yeah, this mm-hmm. insane insane dance that includes a motorcycle driving around on the stage a bed where they have simulated sex ballet sex ballet sex (laughs) and a dress that he peels off while she spins around which actually bridget was like wow that's so cool that was cool i have a question though so what they're trying to tell us is that the guy that broke his ankle, what is his name or whatever? Eric he Jones. was supposed to be driving the motorcycle on the stage. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, what? That wouldn't have made any sense. No. There yeah. was a part where she, when she gets on the motorcycle, she takes her hair down from her bun. Oh, and yeah. I yeah. laughed mm-hmm. out loud. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> by sexy. myself. But then, they, but then they cut and she's in a different costume yeah. and her hair her is too. She's got three braids. times that happened. And they, and, and there was actually, one point where she has braids in her hair. Like all her hair yes. is braided. I'm like, how that did that happen? That would have taken happen? an hour to do. And like, it was intricate. There is one cut that they totally fucked up. It was not even like a, a, you know, how would that happen? When she's in the red at the end, when she's like declared, you know, independence or whatever, mm-hmm. when they, they focus on her feet and she's wearing her white um, ballet shoes oh. and then they do her whole body and she's wearing a red. red. Like, yeah. Somebody messed up. Um, this, um, because I'm on like way too many Facebook groups about like movies and stuff. There's I'm on this who weekly one about movies. And so somebody posted about this a couple weeks ago and a girl in there said, I watched it for the first time. A lot of it was bad and it was kind of long, but I ended up really liking it. <laughs> I was really impressed with how much ballet they actually included in it, which is actually, if you don't like ballet, like there is actually a lot of ballet in yeah, it. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Um, OMG, one of the ballet students list. Oh, wait. Oh, OMG, one of the ballet students listed all the way at the end of the credits is currently a principal dancer at the NYCB, LOL. Um, one question for you dancers What does having bad feet mean? Like, I've gone to ballet, including the NYC ballet, plenty, but I'm not immersed in this world so I, I don't understand and I'm the same way I, what is bad does it just mean ugly feet no I think it means you don't you you can't point them not yeah like they're not going in the right direction like that's what they kept saying mm-hmm. yeah. to, to Jody right like your point yep. is wrong or whatever you're so I know and your turnout is that your hips aren't flexible enough oh. that like if you if instead of having your toes pointed forward yeah you turn them to point at 90 degrees in either direction like she couldn't get them far enough got it and got and it. I, I get that but the the whole time I'm thinking okay if she doesn't have the right body mechanics what how did she get this far yes. exactly. why did they take her if she exactly. can't do these basic things like yeah, you have to have talent and you have to practice, but you also have to have some of these genetic things that you can't control yeah. to be an amazing Meredith, anything. Did did you not watch the <laughs> off Broadway jazz dance? She class? has something. She has a spark something. in her. <laughs> something. She has a blonde, blank Midwestern prettiness yep. to her that captivates men. I, maybe it was her icy eyeshadow. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. It is so aggressively 2000. It, yeah, it even is. in even in the I guess Cooper Cooper Ethan Stiefel, who actually was like the principal dancer for the um, right. American Ballet Theater. Like he actually he's a terrible actor, but like is a amazing dancer. Amazing, yeah. Like he's and you see a lot of his he's dancing. genuinely good. Yeah, 
and a lot of his outline of his penis, which is a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot. Um, and anyway, but um, when they're driving to his loft, his like very hip loft, I guess in Brooklyn, you see the twin towers, and you're like, oh, this is 2000. Ooh, like yeah. from the fashion to the smoking <laughs> to the twin towers, it is there's 2000 like draped all over, and the heavy use of both Mandy Moore and Jamiroquai. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The music was amazing. I think my favorite part of the whole thing, and I don't know if I need to say spoiler alert, but like, the you know, the last dance is this big victorious thing. And yeah. Peter Gallagher's in the audience with his stuck up wife and he's just like, oh no. Yeah, this is my life story. And I wrote, Peter Gallagher was defeated by dance. <laughs> and it was just so wonderful to watch him just be like, oh no, I'm the villain and they won. <laughs> Hillary, you, you did make me think of a, an honest-to-God ballet question that I have. Okay. <clears throat> Referencing seeing a lot of the outline of people's <laughs> penises, did, they, did those ballet tights for men, do they deliberately augment the package? It feels like it, right? It, yeah. It, right? It feels like if even if a girl was wearing a really tight shirt and she was, like, flat-chested, you would still be like, whoa. Like, it's sort of, you know. But, and maybe there's some padding also. Who like, knows? Is the, yeah, is there an insert Do they wear cups there? because this is a contact sport or something? <laughs> well, they definitely weren't wearing cups in the, um, in the off dance thing there was so no. many flopping large yes. penises in sweatpants oh and they were so blatant about it there was no one, one where they're doing they're underwear laying, they're laying on their sides and they're doing leg lifts yes. and the camera just zooms in on this oh, yeah. dick like, <laughs> so many penises. well dance fashion is amazing it, yes yes i don't understand dance it doesn't make any at sense all. It has weird layers, and oftentimes there's one pant leg pulled up and the yeah. other one's pulled down. Leg warmers on one and not the places. other. A shirt that <laughs> yeah. doesn't even shirt cover doesn't your come boobs. on. Yeah. It just goes over your shoulders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did. I took a lot of notes, which I almost will like. I will submit to the Facebook page because they're like ridiculous, and I can't repeat like a lot of them because they're so dumb. But um, I Rory Bridget was minorly interested, but only into the like dance parts. Rory, for some reason, would watch with me, but I forgot about the part where not just like ballet sex, but when Jody and Cooper like actually oh like, yeah have sex. Mm-hmm. Although it's not whatever, it's not yeah. anything. Know, bad. But what was more uncomfortable, the the real sex or the ballet? Ballet sex, sex is oh, way sex more for sure. For, but I found them both to be excruciating. Yeah. <laughs> but also, but, like I just kept thinking, they just were in this intense dance class, all sweaty, and now they're having sex. Gross. Uh, Oh, they had one also, sip of wine. It I got them all yeah. revved up. She's a student in the academy, and he's the principal in the dance yeah. company, and it's really gross. Uh, yeah, Rory said, they sleep with no clothes. That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, where are their jammies? <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so dumb. I mean, listen, it's not legal in every state, but I would say that if you got like a little bit high and watched this movie, it's really enjoyable <laughs> because you can be in the right state of just being like, man, this dance is so good. Like <laughs> it kind of being swept away. I do remember having the VHS when I lived in Berkeley and watching it on repeat um, with my roommate and really just thinking into it. And we would try to make her boyfriend watch it with us. And he was like, who's now her husband. And he was like, I am not interested mm-hmm. in this. <laughs> and you know, Dave and I like can enjoy some dumb movies together. Like, 
and he'll, you know, he's not only like, oh, it's a chick flick, like, I'm not going to watch it. Like, he is cool about seeing movies. And even he was like, I am not, I cannot watch this movie. Like, I cannot <laughs> watch this movie. This is so stupid. Anyway, I adore it. It's really silly. Luckily, Gregory was out of town all week, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dance question. So, if you are, if you dance your whole life can you just go in and be an expert at every single dance because they were in a one-hour class and she knew the entire routine yeah that was weird Mm -hmm. oh no but see this is what i'll tell you this is the thing um that is um so my my niece emma who is a wonderful dancer and she does ballet she does jazz she does like everything this is a part of being a dancer that is (laughs) not the only reason why i'm not a good dancer but one of the reasons is like the memorization of moves is something that like is expected and she can go into it. She could do that. Like she can go into an hour long class and have like a full dance by the end of it. That was stressing me out. I was like, she's going to forget. No, I know. And I like, I've seen Emma do it. And I, I think I've told this story before, but when I lived in Los Angeles, I went to the 24 hour fitness. I mean, like it's a 24 hour fitness in West Hollywood and they had a dance class and I was like, Ooh, fun. I'm totally going to go. And I went and it was a class kind of like that, like where they taught a dance and you had to have it by the end. And I can remember, I can remember like four, eight counts. And then my brain just like erases, (laughs) like I'm just done. And I, I, the lady was like, okay, like you, you can get this. Like you can. And I'm like, I can't, this is not, I thought it was just going to be like where we do different songs and, you know, learn a little routine per song. Anyway, I think that is a thing. I think it's like a, it's like an, being an actor where you just like, for whatever reason, your brain can memorize steps. Okay. And I think if if you're a dancer and you have um like a toolbox yeah. of steps and things, yeah, I think your brain can kind of handle that and your muscle memory yeah. can put that all together yeah. pretty well. Yeah. So okay. I don't know if that was entirely realistic for that, <laughs> yes. Scene, yes. but it's not that far off, I don't think. No. And I loved how like New York... Uh, the teacher was like, just dance mm-hmm. the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> she cusses. Like, it we get a- it. She's the opposite <laughs> of your other dance teacher. <laughs> but every, I all, watching all these movies, well, except for Meredith's Choice, they all go to, like, I usually do this, but I'm kicking it up a notch and going to this time. <laughs> yep. Bam, jazz class. <laughs> <laughs> That's a show child. <laughs> um, well, can I take it to uh, my choice? Yes. yes. Um, we talked about the problems inherent of having dancers primarily as <laughs> your leads and hoping they could act. And my movie is actually... Um, an example of when that goes right because i'd like to take us back to 1992 and strictly yes. ballroom mm-hmm. yes. one of my favorite movies in all the world that's so good did you know that paul mercurio the lead was a trained dancer with the sydney ballet and he happened to know baz lerman who said hey i'm doing my first movie it's a dance movie. Do you want, can you do some choreography, some additional choreography for me? And then they decided, eh, let's make him the lead. And he had no acting training and he's great in the movie. He is. He's so mm-hmm. good. He absolutely sells the performance. So 
This is a, a little story set in Australia. It's about Scott Hastings, who um, is being groomed to win his goal, really his mother's goal. That's a common thread in a lot of these movies. Dance it's moms. The parents yeah. have some, some goals. But he and his partner, Liz, have been um, groomed their whole lives to compete and win in a... Uh, just a very simple goal of winning the Pan Pacific Grand Prix Amateur 5 Dance Latin American <laughs> Championship. Who hasn't done that? Really, we all dream of that, <laughs> don't we? Yes. And um, But the problem is that Scott's just not happy with the boring old ballroom steps. And he's started creating his own steps and his own dances and... The um, the man wants nothing to do with that. The man being Barry Fife, the uh, head of the Australian Dance Federation. And um, <laughs> Scott just can't color within the lines. And he takes a new partner, the neophyte untrained dancer, Fran, and they're going to do their own steps and compete at the Pan Pacific. And it is a weird movie. Yes. I was reflecting as I watched it last night. Uh, Baz Luhrmann is not like a normal dude anyway, but it starts out as like a fake documentary where they're interviewing different people in Scott's life. And they, you know, they put graphics titles up on the screen to show you what everybody's names are. And then that just goes away when you get into the movie. It's like, it's, they just abandoned that. There's parts where it's a satire. There's parts where it's a traditional romantic comedy. There's like really weird pantomime parts and it shouldn't work and it does it absolutely does and it's a feel-good ending and the dancing is great well their new steps dancing is great the ballroom dancing that that goes on is like the most cartoonish uh over the top um unconnected to like real latin dancing as you could possibly imagine i i think the costumer should have won an oscar uh yeah for this movie yeah frankly with the ridiculous of the traditional costumes and then scott and fran come in and they present this contrast of what you know the new ballroom order should be and then you know they realize they love each other even though he's the golden child and she's the frumpy girl and frankly they do the best job of giving her a glow down for the beginning of that movie that I have ever seen. I mean, not like where it's the girl, she has ponytails and glasses. And so she's an uggo. (laughs) No, no. She looks wretched at the beginning Mm -hmm. of this movie. And she's a perfectly attractive lady once you get up to it. So it's like they, good job. She looks like she stuck her finger in a a light socket and they didn't put any makeup on her at first. Like it's just awful. I mean, I they may have highlighted zits or something. Yeah, her skin is just terrible. terrible, and it's Blotchy absolutely and... believable yep. that when she comes to him and says, "Hey, I like what you do. I want to be your partner," and he's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yep. And I think he says, "You have no right to approach me. Yes. Go back the, to your garbage you know. can." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's actually a very like, it's not a realistic movie, I wouldn't say, even with all these other elements that he's throwing in. But it's a really well-plotted movie. Mm. Like, you understand and you believe that we get from A to B and B to C. It's not just like, well, why are they doing 
that because that makes no sense whatsoever. Everything actually makes sense in this movie, even if it's a little bit fantastical. Well, and that is that's very Baz Luhrmann. Like it kind of yes. makes sense, but is sort of magical realism a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't love his other movies that I've seen. Um, but this one I I really do love. And I read that it was actually like a student theater project wow. that he had written six years before and they had taken it to some festivals and stuff. And then an um, Australian movie producer was in the audience for one of them and said, hey, I think you have something here. And it was his first movie. And they did great. And the casting is fantastic. Yep. Nobody that's a big star by our standards, but... Um, a lot of people who have gone on to do some good things or who are established actors in Australia. Mm-hmm. But I was a little, when I was doing my IMDb trawling, I did, and I looked at a picture of current Paul Mercurio and I was like, oh, wow, that's what happens when you stop dancing. Oh, he no. totally looks like, like a normal 55-year-old dude. Oh, well. At this point. Oh, yeah. Kind of. He does. Pudgy. God, it must be so tough to be so beautiful at a young age and then, like, have to compare yourself. Because everybody gets old. Like, everybody, you know. Yep. They have further to fall. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel Um, about Marlon Brando. I'm like, oh, come on. How did this happen? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I remember seeing this movie in the theater and really loving it. But I remember this was my first um, maybe exposure. I mean, I knew what Australia was, and I'd probably seen Australian things. But remember thinking, like, this is what Australia is like. Like, it is a truly weird. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's this is it's it's like adjacent to because they speak the same language. Like, you're like, oh, like I should understand it, but like it's so kind of adjacent to American but like it's not like it's not at all like it's just they have these weird they're on this weird island slash continent you know so far away and they have American like and British and European um, influences but it's but also it's an you know it's near Asia so it's like kind of has other influence there's anyway it just is such a weird area there's this isolated weird area that i think is really cool but i remember thinking this is so weird (laughs) but like loving it like it was like i enjoyed it but it kind of like took me a second to get my head wrapped around it yeah i i agree and i didn't understand is she supposed to be hispanic in some way i didn't know that australia had a hispanic population I thought she was Tracy Ullman for like I remember when I watched it I remember thinking oh is that true because I I guess Tracy Ullman was like a big part of my life in 1992 and I was like convinced that that was her but it obviously is not it was the frizzy hair yes I'm sure yes oh speaking of hair I will say that this movie has one of the greatest toupee reveals in the history (laughs) of cinema Barry Barry Fife the the ultimate villain who was the voice of Bruce the shark in Finding Nemo oh yeah for those who don't know um he is just this and he falls down at one point and, and during the finale and his like giant toupee rug like flops forward over his forehead it is one of the best moments in cinema i am truly convinced yeah no it's it's pretty great and no it's a really really good movie it's a mm-hmm. it's a definite classic and i know a lot of guys strangely enough are like yeah that's a pretty good movie yeah yeah I feel like Dave really likes it. I agree. And I think my dad really liked it because it's, 
Because it's like it has a competition bent to it, and again, because I think because it's sort of odd and like kind of aggressive in some parts that it's you know, you know, men can feel like it's not just like a rom com or something. Because it is just its weird own little yeah. genre, genre. <laughs> of something. So I highly recommend it. I can't. I mean, how can you not have? seen this movie it doesn't comprehend to me but if you haven't seen it please do and if you're a lady of the the heterosexual variety watching paul mercurio dance even when he's just like trying to work out his routine in the dance studio by himself it's amazing yeah it's really great it's really good don't google him until afterwards don't google what he looks like now because you're like where where Well, you want to do your next second one or do you want to move along, move on? Let's move along in case I don't have time. Okay, I'll go next. Um, I the first one I want to talk about is West Side Story. And I don't know if it's necessary to do a synopsis of West Side Story, but (laughs) it's a musical. It's a Romeo and Juliet story, really, is what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was originally a, a musical in, I think, 57 is when it came out and then the there was a movie that came out in 1961 or 63 yeah it was 61 Mm -hmm. okay um and so it's basically it's like there's there are two gangs there's the jets who are the white guys and Mm -hmm. the sharks who are the puerto ricans um and there's some i don't know you know it's it's the it's the romeo and juliet story um tony falls in love with maria maria is the main character and her brother is the leader of the sharks, um, and then this dude Bernando, who's in charge of the, sh- the, or no, I'm sorry, who's Bernando? Um, Bern- Bernardo. Bernardo ki- is her. Brother. Bernardo is her brother. Yeah, he kills Riff, um, yeah. and then Tony kills Bernardo, and and uh, Chino then shoots Tony. So it's just a bunch of people killing each other. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's a one, it's a it's a it's a really fun story. I didn't see it. I didn't know anything about it until a couple of years ago, and I went to see the Dallas Symphony Orchestra did the did the music live to the 1961 movie. Oh, cool. um, That's fun. And so that was the first time I had seen it. It was really really great. Um, it's an interesting story, and uh, time capsule wise, I think it's fascinating. They have a lot of white people playing oh, Puerto yeah. Ricans. Oh, yeah. The brown Natalie face Wood is out of control. Yep. Nat- N- Natalie Wood is nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it for the first time yesterday. Oh, wow. Oh, really? And what? I know. Really? And it's so crazy because for years I've pretended I've seen it. Like I just ah. do the snapping like, yeah, West Side Story. And I know a lot of the music, <laughs> but I had never seen it before. It was, it was really, great. Yeah. It's really good. The, the colors are so yes. The beautiful. colors, yeah. At the end, when Maria's like, "How many bullets does this gun have, Chino?" Oh no! Can I shoot you mm-hmm. and you? Yeah. How many bullets and still have one left for me? And I'm like, I know. <gasps> "Oh my god!" Um, did you know that they're remaking it right now? Yes, yes I heard that with Ansel Elgort, who actually speaking of the Golden Globes, if you want to be so embarrassed, like Google yeah, Ansel Elgort at so the Golden Globes. It's so embarrassing. Like you will want to die. But it's it's such a good movie. And I think Rita Moreno, like the one Latina yeah. person basically mm-hmm. in this, I think she won an Oscar for it. Yeah. Um and I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. I think she did. so because she recently just wore her dress that she wore to the Oscars again yes, to the yeah. Oscars. <laughs> wow. Yes, yeah. 
And that Oscar is well deserved yes. because she's amazing. Oh, she's, fantastic. she's fantastic in this movie, and I and I like it too because I always thought in in Romeo and Juliet it's a little bit silly at the end yeah. where what is it? Um, they put out that Juliet has died and just to I don't know throw people off the tracks, mm-hmm. and then but Romeo doesn't know that it's a lie, and so then he poisons himself, which is a punk move. Yes. Come on, it's so it's very dramatic. Yes, and then, um, but in West Side Story, I like it better that they that uh, Maria asks Anita to go and tell Tony, like give him the plan, and but then she gets harassed and yeah. assaulted, yeah. basically right. sexually assaulted yeah. by the Jets, and she's like, you know what, fuck you, mm-hmm. Maria's dead. Yeah, yeah, and that just made so much more sense to me. Yeah. It was really good. Mm-hmm. The dancing was great, and so was the music. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Sondheim. The fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, famously not sung by Natalie Wood, though. <laughs> right. No, no. Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah. But I'm really glad that you picked this, Meredith, because I would have had to pick it for Musicals Week mm-hmm. otherwise. Yes. So now I can save my musical Sorry, I stole pace. it. No, that's good. I, I mean, I get more choices this way, yeah. but I really believe that West Side Story is the best musical mm-hmm. ever written music wise because Leonard Bernstein is a fucking genius yes. yeah. and the things that he is doing with this score and these songs are astonishing yeah. to me the the technical expertise and the r- musical genius that he's doing with them I mean just like a, a music nerd reference the song Maria that Tony sings about, mm-hmm. you know, the most beautiful girl mm-hmm. I've ever seen and the most beautiful sound I've ever heard. Bernstein wrote that whole song based around a tritone, which is the ugliest musical sound that you can mm-hmm. possibly make. So like he's actually doing this little, I don't know if you want to call it like a challenge or an inside joke or something, but it's just amazing to me what he does with the music in this. Yeah. It's a great, mm-hmm. it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. And the first place I ever saw dance fighting. <laughs> yes. I love a good dance off. Yeah. Oh. You know that like if I could go uh, like back in time, like if I could choose one, like give me like a top 10 of like places I'd want to go back to. Allegedly, there was a time when Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake had a dance off at an L.A. club in like 2002. <laughs> and I would like legitimately want to be there for that because that is iconic and a dance-off is great especially when they're great dancers mm-hmm. and and every dance movie has to have a yes. dance-off oh, yes. at yes. some yeah, point at least <laughs> <laughs> well I don't feel that West Side Story is a movie that needs to be remade I think it's kind of one of those that should be sacrosanct yes. but you know nobody's going to force me to watch the new one yeah if I don't want to see it, I mean, so go ahead. We'll see. I get I. The only reason why I, I think it's sort of silly that they're remaking it because the, the the sixty one one is great. I get mm-hmm. that they want to make it like a little bit more. I don't know, realistic as far as like um, what people actually look like, and you mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, the actual um, races of people, or whatever. Just I, I get that they want to represent Latina mm-hmm. and Puerto Rican people accurately, but also like. Angela Elgort, really? Like, yeah. Really <laughs> well, I did. When I went to see Guys and Dolls this summer uh, at the theater, and um, 
And they did just that. I mean, Guys and Dolls is like the whitest of yes, white yeah, musicals yeah. you can see. But they brought in like um, uh, Nathan Detroit was played by a black guy, yeah. which you never would have seen before. And all the dancers w- were a real mix of different ethnicities and so forth to, to give a like a like a more like you're saying a realistic look at the population of New York City. Yeah back mm-hmm. in that time so i i'm all for it i just feel like that even with those brown face issues yeah. and whatever it's such a good yeah, movie it is. it is it really is it's hard to do that without failing you know how how can they possibly make something in a new movie that people are like yeah that looks really good yeah that was yeah. worthwhile to do this and it's um, not going to be better than the original no and no. um what is it called um you know, Lynn Manuel Miranda, my favorite, his first in the Heights, his first musical that was on Broadway is in the Heights and they're making that into a movie. It's not the exact mm-hmm. same thing, but it's, you know, about a Puerto Rican neighborhood and kind of what's going on there. And when I saw the preview for that, I was like, this is what I want. Like, this, it's like new mm-hmm. and it's like it's from a person of color and it's looks beautiful and it looks great. You know, it just looks like really fun and kind of original. Whereas like West side story, it's like, okay, it's kind of derivative at this point. Like yeah. you're just kind of, do something you're just new. copying. It's do been done new. a lot. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, like little women's been done a lot and I really enjoyed this iteration, but, and she, but she did something a little bit different, but like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's Steven Spielberg and I generally like him, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's been done a lot. It's been I'll done probably really go well. see it. Yeah. Of course. Back. Of course. I think I will too. I, I struggle with this a lot because I'm like, well, why are we okay with having different productions of plays yeah. and musicals? Mm-hmm. But yeah. if they want to redo a movie, we're like, oh, yeah, no, I but know. I, I don't know. I, it's just a, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because movies are more permanent, yes. and so yeah. Yeah. we can see so, them again so and have a record yeah. of what happened. Yeah. But I, yeah, I agree. If they can say something new and interesting with it, then let's let's get it. I'll go see it. Sure. All right, Christy, you want to tell us yours? Sure. Um, mine is Drumline. We um, get to see Zoe Saldana again. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and it's basi- it's a 2002 movie about a um, kid who was like this it, from New York City, and he's this, you know, genius drummer, and then he goes to the South um, where marching bands are like a religion and, and joins this, he gets like a full scholarship to, to join this um, prestigious team. And he doesn't really understand the South and how it works. And he's just kind of a cocky little shit. And then he learns to be better, but it's so good. And there isn't much traditional dancing, but um, marching band dancing, and then also the fraternities have step dancing, which is my favorite type of dance. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? No, did anyone true. watch it? A I, long I time watched ago. it last night. It's oh. so good. I had never seen it, so I was like, "All right, let's crack into like this." It? And I realized I did not know what Nick Cannon looked like when he was younger because it took me a minute to figure <laughs> yeah, out. Is this the first thing that he's done? That was really early. Yeah, it was- I. I mean, wasn't didn't he have like a TV show or something before? Oh, was but it before? I think the yeah. only place I've ever seen him is like in commercials for uh, the X Factor. Did he yeah, host that? Whichever one, and like America's Got, Got Talent. Talent. Yeah. Whichever one he hosted, and you know, I I had never seen him like pre Mariah Carey, so he's not. I was an like, actor. wait, who is he's he? Not looks a good actor. Totally different. He's not a good actor. Um, 
I mean, I think in this, in this, I didn't, I like, he was so cheesy and <laughs> like, oh, I'm really mad now. So my face is scrunched yeah. up and, um, <laughs> yeah, his, his effort face while he was drumming. Yes. I was like, God, his cheeks must hurt because he's pushing his lips out so far. Yeah. And, um, is this what he thinks concentration looks like? And he was just trying so hard to like have this attitude that he wasn't. I don't know how to explain it, but like he kind of had an accent, but he's from New York, but he was having a Southern accent that he took on. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, but I did find out that he did most of the drumming, which is impressive. Well, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's why he got the part. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone should watch that. I did. I thought he was such a little shit, though. Yeah. As you said. He was. Like, why am I rooting for him? He's just being a complete asshole right. to everybody. I was like, who am I supposed to be rooting for right. in this? Because, frankly, I was rooting for uh, Sean, his section leader. Right. Who's very who was cute. such a hard ass. I thought he's great. Yeah, he's great. And Zoe. Those are the people that I was pushing for. Mm-hmm. Um, but as like a... Uh, everyone should also watch um, Stomp the Yard if you want to see more step dancing. But it's not that great. Yeah. I mean, the dancing's great, but the the movie as itself is not great. Also, a documentary on Netflix called Marching Order. It's a docu series. Oh, it's about um, it's about drum lines and it's about um, a whole marching band. Mm. So good. Okay. There was um there was a movie I didn't see it but there was a documentary that came out like two or three years ago called Step, um that was and I I for what like I it was always the preview before whatever movie I was seeing and I would su- surprisingly cry every single time I saw this preview <laughs> like every time I'd be like full tears I don't know what it is I don't know why movies make me cry um and but this one is like definitely it's like you know people from the street but like step is their like um like savior kind of but anyway okay. but it's so cool and it is a really it's kind of like why i enjoy um tap dancing a lot because it's like obviously like sounds are being made by your feet and but it has to be so synchronized mm-hmm. because it's not just the like synchronization of your body it's the synchronization of like sound as well yes. and i don't know i just think it's really cool i love it so much and yeah. i fell in love with it when it was on a different world in the 80s yes <laughs> yes that was one of my favorite shows it was so good god i love that show so much i mean i know that bill cosby is like a problematic a, a, you know dirtbag uh, um, <laughs> well let's just say rapist yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's yeah just a rapist but um but man the first few seasons of that I loved Whitley I really see I yeah. always like really relate to the Richie bitch girl I, <laughs> I, I, the bitchy rich girl I don't think I'm either of those but I think I just want to be rich so I'm like she seems like she's great and Whitley was you know the anyway it was a great show shall we go through our second picks do we have time I think we have time yeah. if we if we can <laughs> keep it quick okay. Okay. yeah god okay should I go? Okay, we'll just go back through mine. Do you want me to? Okay. Sure. okay. Um, all right. So my second pick, this is, I'll be quick, is Footloose, um, which, you know, can be categorized as a teen. I guess all of these can be categorized differently, like teen movie or mm-hmm. musical or whatever. But um, I love Footloose so much. I think I saw it with my sisters um, probably when I was too young, but I loved it. And for some reason, when I was like in eighth grade, 
I became kind of like OCD about watching it. Like I would watch it every day after school and I decided I would memorize the dance that like he goes, you like call this a party. Let's dance. And I, I like did the whole, like every part of it too. I'm sure my mom was like, this girl is such a loser. When is she going to get out of my house and like go have friends and like dance with them? Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I- yes, I'm sure your mom was thinking <laughs> yeah. this girl is such a loser. But I'm just sitting in the living room. I wasn't even back in my own room. I was like in the living room, do it on the on the hardwood floors. But anyway, um, Kevin Bacon was so cute. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker uh, is also in it with an original nose that she no longer has. Right. And, um, and I don't even know. Her name's Ariel. I don't even know what the main girl's name is. But um, John Lithgow, Diane Wiest. I mean, the stat cast. And Sean Penn's brother, who I think maybe is dead now. Chris Penn, yeah. Chris Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I loved it and it made me be like it made me scared of like super religious people and it, that was it, they don't do it anymore but at Baylor you used to not be allowed to dance like there right. was, it was like a no dancing school and I've always been like ugh like disgusting why d- d- the Lord celebrates dancing as Ren says at the end like there's a time for dance <laughs> um anyway so Footloose is great I'm sure you'll have all seen it but it's wonderful and I mean the original one the like 1984 one not the the second one. one. The Kevin I didn't Bacon hate one, the new one, though. I heard it was not bad, but again, like, what are you doing? The, the, the You have perfection. Also, a lot of casual yeah. smoking and drinking of teenagers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is funny. I've been accused of being the reverend in this movie, because that's why I did this, the intro that way, because I don't like to dance myself, and that makes people feel crazy for some reason, and it makes people act crazy, and it... You know, it, so like, for, for instance, I didn't dance at my own wedding and that just scandalized everybody. Oh, God, I, who cares? I didn't forbid it. Everybody else was dancing. I just didn't participate. <laughs> Come um, on. I definitely danced at my own wedding. And not like because I was psyched. It, like the slow dance was whatever. Um, but mostly because I like wanted to like dance to Whitney Houston or whatever. Sure. So. No, I get that it's fun. I, actually, I went through a phase in my life in my early 20s where I loved to dance and I would go to 80s night at the bar down yeah. the street and blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't do it for me anymore. I don't know why. Yeah. Listen, it's the way it is. Yeah. I'm with you, Meredith. I'm not a dancer yeah. either. And I hate it when people try to pull me up onto oh, no. like, at weddings and stuff. Just I'll mm-hmm. kick you in the face. I, I, it's I'm like if somebody is it. not enjoying it, then just yeah. let them not yeah. like be fine where they are. I'll dance for all of y'all. I will dance. Next time we're in Seattle, we're going to a dance club, and I will dance. Y'all can watch me dance. (laughs) Me and Anne will sit and watch and enjoy everybody else. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. um, My second one, I think we we can't do a show about dancing movies without mentioning Dirty Dancing, right? Um, No. No. No, It's illegal. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I have a real soft spot um, for this one. Again, this was, I think it's rated R. This might be the movie that when I was like eight or nine, Michelle and I would again watch it sleepovers and we thought we were doing crimes by watching it before we were, <laughs> or maybe it was PG 13 and we weren't 13 or something. Mm-hmm. Like we thought the FBI was coming for us because yeah. of the warning. At the beginning of, the <laughs> yes, of course. 
Um, but basically, Jennifer Grey is baby. Again, I don't need to recap this, but Patrick Swayze is the dance instructor at this this resort in the Catskills where she is staying with her parents. They fall in love. It's forbidden by her father. Um, but ultimately, of course, they have a big last dance of the summer. Oh, and so. <laughs> he grooms her and they they nail it at the end. He grooms and, her. <laughs> well, he I sort mean, of does. Kind of. Like, kind of. not in a creepy way, but in a like, I'm going to teach but you how to dance. And then of, there's like, this whole thing about supposed to be she's like in high she's supposed to be 17 she's 18 17 18 and then he because i think she just graduated 35 (laughs) yeah because she's like the whole thing is she's going to the peace corps next year right i think yeah yeah, so she must oh okay okay school i thought she was like 16 so um it is like it i didn't understand it when i was what when I saw it because again my sisters were obsessed with it but I one when I have rewatch it it is a way more horny than I remember yeah, it being very. two secret pro life movie no secret pro choice movie yeah um, I didn't get that at all I was like why is that lady so sick I, I know like why? there's a botched abortion storyline <laughs> well I was telling Dave that I was going to let Bridget watch center stage. I was like, I know there's some inappropriate stuff, but it's fine. And he was like, there's abortion in that movie. And I was like, you're thinking of the wrong dance movie. Center <laughs> stage has no abortion. <laughs> That's dirty dancing. Yep. And anyway, it's fine. She needs to learn that yeah. this is a pro-choice house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So Jennifer Grey was 27. Wow. Wow. I think Playing her original nose too. Yes, exactly yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> Patrick Swayze was 35. Oh, I mean, you know, there's been worse. Um, did you guys watch the movies that made us? No, oh, no, I haven't. You, everyone should watch that because okay. there's lots of like, like the woman who wrote it. This was kind of a true story oh, of her oh. when she went to like this, like family Jewish camp as a teenager. It does seem kind of fun. I mean, yeah. it's crazy, though. People would be there for like all summer long. Like mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, rich people. Yeah. yeah, rich, rich. Uh, well, okay, quick. Last movie. Uh, this may be the earliest movie here, except for West Side Story. We're going to 1985, and girls just oh. want to have fun. <laughs> so good. Any excuse to name a, a movie after a Cindy Lauper song that really doesn't have a lot to do no. with what happens? None. Also, doesn't in include that actual song. It includes yeah. a cover of the song. <laughs> They probably couldn't get the rights. They couldn't get the rights. I was reading about it this morning. (laughs) So um, uh, our second appearance on this list by Sarah Jessica Parker, who is army brat Janie, who has just moved to Chicago and is obsessed with the local television show (laughs) Dance TV (laughs) and finds out along with her brand new best friend, Uh, Helen Hunt, uh, that Dance TV is going to be holding auditions for a new dance couple. It's very soap opera <laughs> uh, TV show for a dance show. All the there's a you know all the dancers go in pairs and um, are they really into each other? Is it a showmance? What's going on? Oh, I just so love good. him, and so they determine to go audition. She gets paired up with. <laughs> The wonderful Lee Montgomery, who plays Jeff Moline, the towny high school kid who is about to start his, you know, training to become like a factory worker or whatever. <laughs> and they hate each other. Yeah. And then they don't hate each other. And then the evil girl, um, Natalie, wants to um, make sure oh, that they win because she doesn't like them and gets her father to blackmail <laughs> 
Jeff, not blackmail, threaten Jeff because yes. he owns the fa- the factory where Jeff's father works and says, if <laughs> if you guys dance, then I'm going to fire your Good father. Lord. <laughs> and so they aren't going to do it, but then they do do it and they win. Oh my gosh. They win and they're the new regulars on dance TV. And I'm like, I don't understand this because she's 16. How is she going to be a regular yeah. Yeah. on this it's, TV show? So and also questions. Lynn slash Helen Hunt is going to be like the new Miss Dance TV, apparently. Yes, like the news. <laughs> because break she was there. Girl. She was just there. So she got to be it. She, yeah. She, she just sees the initiative in in this whole thing. Um, I'm obsessed with the ages of all of these people. I'm always obsessed with ages of people who are pretending to be high schoolers. Yeah. So Sarah Jessica Parker was only 20. Yeah. For this movie, not too bad. And Lee Montgomery was 24. And oh my God, the first scene he's playing basketball with his shirt. I'm like, I'm really (laughs) glad he's 24 because I feel way less creepy. (laughs) This also had the bad boy motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Yes, Yes. but he is more convincing as a bad boy motorcycle Mm. rider than Cooper. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure, yeah. And this movie is, what do we say, aggressively 80s? Yes. Very. It's yes. so 80s. So good. The fashion, the it's, there's a lot of like very punky elements yes. yeah. to it and very Madonna. Yes. Heavy. It is more Madonna than it is, um, than it is Cyndi Lauper, I think. Yeah. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Lots of like single gloves. Wait, that's Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But Madonna was in the knitted gloves, yes. right? But there are lots of little gloves and... And wide belts that are asymmetrical and (laughs) spiky hair. And the scene where they crash Natalie's coming out debutante or something else. I can't figure out how old Natalie's supposed to be because she looks 30. (laughs) Right. Right. I think she was 27 or 28. She looks 30. So creepy. She calls her dad, daddy, Mm -hmm. daddy. Yeah. But she's doesn't seem to be in high school and yet she's having a coming out (laughs) celebration. So what's going on also here featuring uh, Jonathan Silverman is the, yes, Side Dorky guy. Side yes. Yeah. He was 19. Oh. Seemed like he was 15. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. He's such His a high scrawny little toothpick. Mm-hmm. How old was Shannon Doherty? Also, he she was oh, the God. kid's Very sister. Little. Right. Yeah. I think 14, 12 yeah, or 14. She was little. Maybe. She was age appropriate to that cast. Yes. We had this um, tape, this VHS, and yep. my sister and I wore it out because we would watch it, oh. rewind it, and then watch it again, like every <laughs> yes. weekend. I t- Anne and I bonded over this because I was like, "There's a a dance, quote unquote, dance move that Helen Hunt slash Lynn does that I thought was the coolest. Like, tech, <laughs> like I thought I wanted to do that's like my dance move. And all it is is she." twirls her hair around and then like combs her hair through her hands to the side of her hair and i was like Mm -hmm. that's the Mm -hmm. coolest like that is the apex of cool like that she was the coolest i wanted to be her so bad yeah which is funny because i don't think of helen hunt even like right after this as being cool at all but in this particular movie she was very cool cool. like her dinosaur barrette was my favorite yes (laughs) yes her, ber- her ongoing array of barrettes was she had one that was the space shuttle. Yeah, too. I just wanted was all of her clothes. Oh. Well, her regular clothes, because that's another part of it, is that they're Catholic girls, so they have to yes. sneak regular oh, street yeah. clothes. Yes. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a like a Velcroed reversible 
skirt. Oh, oh, during that scene when she rips off her skirt mm. and reverses it. Oh, and the most it. 80s line, she says, Velcro is the best invention <laughs> since the Walkman and Tab. <laughs> <laughs> She was so cool. And it would stress me. I mean, it really does. Like when, when kids like disobey their parents, I get extremely stressed out because I just like, I was a pretty, I obeyed my parents like pretty much within reason. And when like (laughs) her dad was like mean, like he was like a Sarah Jessica Parker's dad was like a mean army guy. And when she's like disabling the alarm system, I'm like, Oh my God. Like it's so stressful to me. I don't like it. She sneaks around and does like pretty dangerous things for like a 15 year old. Yes. And then he's just cool with it when she wins. He's like, oh, she's so talented. It's fine. She cut the wires to the alarm system. Well, he's about to storm onto the live (laughs) broadcast of the dance dance competition and and, and pull her off. And then Jonathan Jonathan Silverman's like, that's your daughter. She's so great. He's like, yeah, she she is great. I guess I don't hate her after all. And Anne and I've discussed this. Like, okay, Sarah Jessica Parker is very sweet and cute. And, you know, she's a whatever dancer. Their final routine in which they won is basically a gymnastics routine. <laughs> and it's not yes. dancing. Not dancing. In the least. There's no dancing. They just do a, like, back handspring synchronized. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I it's don't impressive, know. but it's not dancing. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, Natalie's dance routine is clearly superior. Yes. What? To their final, but her outfit sequence. is insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's a one of a kind original. Right. <laughs> it's like a fish. Like it's so weird. Uh, oh my gosh! I found a picture of the exact screen cap of when Helen Hunt is doing <laughs> when she's doing the dance that I love. I'm sending it to y'all in yes, second. I'm going to post it. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Show picture. so cool. <laughs> I like that shirt. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. Well, except the whole back is cut well, out. Oh, okay. which I like the, the front back it's neckline sexy, goes cool down to and butt. edgy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're also, like, this movie is ridiculous, but there are a couple of parts of it where I was like, oh, that's kind of realistic. Like, after Jeff has been threatened by J.P. Sands, the rich guy, <laughs> and he, then he, the next rehearsal he goes to, he is totally doing that dude thing where he's picking a fight with her yeah. about the stupidest mm-hmm. stuff yeah. ever yeah. because he's scared to tell her that he's going to quit. Yeah. And so I, I always remember um, she's like, okay, well, why don't you get warmed up? And he's like, we don't all have to warm up. <laughs> she goes... Yeah, we yes, do. Yeah, we we do. do need to warm up. And he goes, oh, now you're the authority on warming up, too. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's a real thing. It that totally. is such a guy defensive move right there. Yep. Yeah. It's just picking stupid fights yep. because you're scared to bring up something else. Yep. I totally agree. Yeah. And I mean, there's. It, it, there's definitely some realism, but also it is it, the the ridiculous the mechanics and the timing of it all, and also like they live in she lives in Chicago, like and she is just traipsing around the city. I also, if I were her parents, would be like, okay, like let's pump the brakes That's a dangerous. little bit. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also the '80s. There's a lot like it's you know crime is bad yeah. right now, so. No. Oh, but it's so it's still it's so good. Chrissy, I, my cousins and I were like you guys. Like 
when I would go to Virginia to visit my cousins, it was just what we watched almost. That and Hairspray were like like the original Hairspray, (laughs) like the John Waters one, which is hilarious. We would just watch those like back and forth, back and forth. Um, And I we loved we loved it, loved it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Here's my final tidbit. When I was scrolling all the way down the IMDb cast list past, you know, dancer, 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 Mm -hmm. dancer. The very end, Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Uncredited. Yes. In the country club. Oh, oh, he was the punk party crasher. Yes. Now I need to watch it again. I know. Mm-hmm. I remember being scared of those people because they're like really punk. Like they're yeah. like, yeah. like aggressive. St- oh, I remember there's a part where the guy's like playing guitar and he steps into like a turkey carcass and he lifts up. Okay. Why are they serving a full turkey at this coming out party? Why is it not carved? Why is it just sitting on the banquet table? And why does he put his foot in it? Was that really the only so punk rock? Step? I think that's, I was like, this is too, I don't like how punk rock that is. I don't like punk rock. Like it's too much. <laughs> this is too edgy for me. What? This teen comedy dance movie punk. Well, I I think this has gone on long enough, and we need to go watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah, so, obviously. <laughs> Hillary, will you uh, do some yes. housekeeping? I'm just laughing about, like... <laughs> <laughs> we were so sheltered. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh, we broke sorry, Hillary. No, no. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, sorry. I just, for some reason, the thought of a guy putting his foot into a turkey <laughs> carcass that really like, sent me over. <laughs> okay. Buy stuff from us. Um, the merch, uh, again, I like got my merch. I'm so excited about it. I'm using my It's Fine. Um, tote as a lunch bag so it's very exciting nice. uh the new merch is at um this show has everything.com click the shop button uh it's super easy and please rate and review us if uh you enjoy movies as much as i as we do you yeah go rate and review us and tell us how great we are dance yes oh. yes please <laughs> oh yeah that's the next part um how to yeah. get involved this show has everything.com um or just send us a comment on throwyourphone.com and on the facebook group in a couple days or today or tomorrow um we'll put up this question so we really want to hear what your favorite dance movie is the show twitter is at tshe show email us at tshe at 10710.com send us a voice memo or fax us your butt at 617-354-8513. Um, do I do it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> However you want to play it. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, jo- <laughs> you could throw it to someone okay. else and if you want. you do it. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, well, thanks for joining us, everybody. This was a... a- Hopefully a mostly coherent discussion (laughs) of our favorite dance movies. Um, We're all a little flushed and giggly at the end of it. But I I hope that um, you guys enjoyed it. We didn't even talk about Channing Tatum. I mean, we can talk. Yeah, we could do five of these episodes, I think. Yes, we we may need a (laughs) follow-up. But um, 
I guess until the next time we meet, this has been everything about dance movies. Let's dance on real cake. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
This is um, a total side note. I like decided I was like, oh, I'm just going to see what third love is about. Like, I'm just going to click and see. I'm not going to order anything. I'm just curious. I mean, the algorithm has gotten me because oh, I get no. nothing but bra ads now. Oh. And like emails. Do you get emails? Well, I get like three a day. Yes, and like porny email. I mean, porny bra ads. Where I I'm feel like, like on what? Instagram, the bra ads are just there to show you naked torsos. It's like, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You don't have to show people taking their shirts off all the time. Like I feel like it makes me feel oh, like yeah. such a prude. That one where they're taking their shirts off and putting it back on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get it. They all have six bags. Like they all have really cute figures. <laughs> and you're like, yep, dudes are still running these companies. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly. This is not made for women. <laughs> 